0: Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ.
1: 217 with Stephen McIver, Kieran and Sammy bringing you till four o'clock on this afternoon show with a step in a wee uh, break. Interesting that uh, Sammy was talking about competitive sports leagues and talking about the NRL. Well, one of the most competitive sports leagues you could say is also the IndyCar series where on any given race day, you actually cannot pick who the winner is going to be. Now, In 2020 and 20, sorry, 21 and 22, we had two New Zealanders in there, Mr. Six-Time, six-time champion Scott Dixon, and of course the emergence of Scott McLaughlin, three-time supercar champion, making the big leap to open wheel races. And now, after last year's performances, uh, a potential favourite to win the title this year. Well, throw in the mix now, young Formula 2 driver out of Christchurch in the form of Marcus Armstrong. Now, there's been a lot of talk post season F2 about where he was going to go. Some are thinking Dale Coyne racing. Some were saying AJ Ford racing. But speaking to his dad, he said the AJ Ford thing is rumor only. So you can imagine our surprise when it turns out that they announced he's going to race for one of the top two teams in Chip Ganassi Racing. Marcus, how long's that been on the bubble?
0: <laughs> um,. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's very special. Uh, finally, I can talk about it. So, I mean, it hasn't been that long uh, in the works, to be fair. Obviously, it hasn't really been a secret that I've wanted to join IndyCar. But, um, yeah, to join Chip Ganassi Racing, it's something extraordinary special. And it's an opportunity that I'm going to grab with both hands and absolutely push as hard as I can. So, yeah, I'm really grateful for this.
1: Marcus, when you think about getting a leg up into what is probably one of the most competitive motor racing series in the world, you couldn't ask for a better leg up than being with Ganassi Racing. Have you toured the facilities yet and realized where you're at? Yes, I've
0: been here, uh, today was my first day on the job and um, I'm obviously here in Indianapolis now and uh, it's been a it's been a busy day meeting everyone. There's a lot of people in this organisation and I'm just starting to understand you know, why they've been so successful in the past. And um, I'm looking forward to also chatting with Scott in, in the next couple of days about it all. But so far, so good. And um, yeah, a special day.
1: You recognise though that with going to a team like that, expectations will be rather large?
0: Well, yes. I mean, that's what I want. And that's what I've always hoped for. You know, I, I want to be at the front and at the pointy end and winning races and championships. So um, they clearly give me a a fantastic chance for that. And I have three very fast and experienced teammates as well to, to help me hit the ground running um, because we don't have a lot of testing and um, yeah, so I'm going to have a lot of data to work with. So that's really good as well.
1: You've had a test in an Indy car how brutish are they as opposed to the F2 cars you've been driving?
0: Um, they're not massively dissimilar to F2 in the sense that the the general speed of the car is, is quite similar, but um, I'd noticed, you know, F2 is a bit more difficult to drive sideways. Um, so IndyCar likes to be driven sideways in, in the sense that, you know, you can feel it a lot easier and and the tire can accept it as well without overheating, so that's a real positive. And um, as well, the the engine is quite good uh, down low, so good torque, and that's that's quite an impressive. That was one of my first impressions. So, um, yeah, I think it, obviously it's a different car, but it's still the same philosophy as F2. Are
1: they a heavier car?
0: Similar weight. Um, F2 is very heavy, actually. And IndyCar as well with the new aero screen is fairly heavy. So, um, again, on that, it's not so, not too dissimilar. Actually, that's an
1: interesting point. Your, your, your first impression of the aero screen. Warm, very warm.
0: Uh, I obviously did the test in Florida as well. So it was uh, sweaty inside that cockpit that day.
1: <laughs> uh, the interesting thing about uh, the tyres, and uh, Scott McLaughlin said the one thing in his first two years, and you know, is that you really got to get, the tyre and qualifying right because conditions change so quickly and and with with the compounds that you're using, is that something that you'll be focusing on or are aware of?
0: It's certainly something that I've had to focus on in the past couple of years in F2. Tyre management and managing the temperature of the tyre is one of the fundamental keys of the championship. So coming to IndyCar, I I mean, I'd like to hope that um, I have that experience, that base knowledge about tyres. And saying that, it's a completely different tyre, different compounds and construction and all the rest of it. So it's something that I'll need to learn. Um, But I agree, you know, with Scott's comments because going into a qualifying situation, you don't have many laps. You need to sort of um, be in the right window and have the right philosophy from the go. What excites you about IndyCar, Marcus? Oh, do you... I mean, how much time do you have? I got all all the time in the world, pal. You tell me. uh, Well, the thing I've always loved about Indy car from a young age is how the car is always moving. And you can, even from the TV, you can see just how brutal the car is, and that you can actually push the entire race um, for the most part. Whereas, I mean, not to badmouth F2, but you would certainly need a lot of time management, which takes the fun out of it a bit. So that is very attractive to me. The car is um, an animal. And then Obviously, the competition itself is is fierce. I mean, there's so many well-established drivers in this championship. They've, um, you know, many older guys as well. So, um, you know, Scott, for example, I think is 42, and there's a few guys over 40, which sort of adds to the whole vibe of the championship that it's a professional championship. And um, yeah, as well, it's in America. It's a different culture, and um, that's something that excites me too.
1: Yeah, I get the impression you want to be an elbows-out sort of guy because the likes of Romain Grosjean and Marcus Eriksson have come in, Eriksson winning the Indy 500, and have been elbows-out, but are sometimes criticised for that approach. Are you aware of that, And but will you be an elbows-out sort of guy?
0: Well, it's something that we all wish for a bit more in Europe because, I mean, in Europe you get a penalty for for you know breathing so <laughs> um, so in a way it's actually quite cool because you can race and um, you can you have a lot more freedom on that side obviously I've, I've watched indie races before where you know the boundaries are pushed to the limit on that side but um, yeah I mean you need to you need to push
1: hard and that's part of competition was it a deliberate move because the signing is relatively late uh, not to do ovals?
0: No, I would love to do ovals, honestly. And um, I mean, this year it's not going to happen, but in the future, it's something that I definitely want to do. Um, again, it's a completely different thing and I haven't done it before, but it's something that i would be starting from ground zero. I'd have a, a very... Um, open perspective on it, seeing as though I've never done it before. So that'll be quite exciting in the
1: future. Um, but yeah, so to answer your question, I'm very open to it. So it was never in the discussion. The Ovals were never part of the discussion with this contract.
0: Not this one, not this year. And um, look, we'll, we'll see how, how it how it goes throughout the year. But um, yeah, I, I like the idea of doing it, definitely.
1: Let's let's take a step back and talk about your time in F Two. Uh, you've cha- I've, we've spoken a couple of times both here on radio and on television, and you've you've matured. You've changed a hell of a lot. What have you noticed about yourself as a driver and as an individual that's changed in that in that furiously political F Two environment in Europe. Formula Two is very competitive and. I mean, it is,
0: it's obviously this—it's the championship below Formula One. So, um, I, I've learned a lot over the course of the last three years, and I'm grateful for the opportunity because I'm a far better driver now than I was. And it's taught me a lot also about how to work with, you know, different personalities and different teams and different nationalities because I've been in three different teams. So, I think on that side, I've learned a lot and um f2 is all about preparation really because you get so little track time that i mean we're talking about it today at the factory how ridiculous it is that i only got about eight laps before qualifying in free practice so um you know that that means preparation is key you need to arrive to the race knowing exactly what you want to do on car setup and what you want to do for a driving approach so um i think it's taught me a lot on that side and i hope that it it puts me in a good place to to start this Indy indie car championship in the right way.
1: As a young boy growing up, it would have been all about F1. That's not going to happen at this point in, in your career. Does it feel like wasted time, or is it just disappointing that it didn't pan out the way you would have loved it to have panned out?
0: Definitely not wasted time. I've I've enjoyed every minute of the last eight years, you know, mm. in Europe, so... Uh, I, I moved there when I was 13. So um, it's been, you know, close to the majority portion of my life has been chasing this F1 dream. And um, I've met some fantastic people along the way and they've um, helped me a lot. And, and you know, even now in America, they'll continue to help me in, in one way or another. So, um, and then that's not even to mention the driving side because uh, I've learned a lot competing against guys who have gone on to race in formula one and yes i'll 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 always regret the fact that i didn't make it but um
1: yeah i mean um it is how it is it is yeah it it is what it is i remember talking to scotty mack and he he was saying as soon as he went to america the vibe was bang on from the get-go it was like it was almost a bit like being in australia new zealand everybody's pretty chill but they're all racers Yeah, definitely.
0: uh, People are very sociable here. That's the feeling I've got. Um, And I always sort of knew that because, you know, the uh, obviously I'm still learning, so I can't exactly put a definitive answer to the question. But um, everyone's very open and they want to help each other. And that is something that really agrees with me. Home for
1: Christmas at all?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm coming back home on uh, Friday, so get ready for me. I'm going to annoy <laughs> you.
1: Gee, thanks. Will you Will you, Will you? you have time to uh, maybe catch up around the uh, TRS series at all or not?
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm just going to be cruising around. If you want to come over for a coffee, I'll fire up the coffee machine. <laughs>
1: mate, I, <laughs> mate, I'll be on, on track in the TRS series in January. When, how, I mean, how long are you home for? There's, there's the question.
0: Uh, I don't actually know, um, but I will come to a TRS race just to see you. So don't
1: worry. <laughs> you're you're a good man. Just one final thought before before I let you go. Uh, do you have realistic expectations about IndyCar in 2023? Realistic expectations. Is there another word for that? Maybe. Okay. What do you want to do in 23? How's that? yeah that's better um (laughs) i
0: yeah i uh i want to firstly i just want to perform as well as i can straight away because that's going to be important to me is just as i said hitting the ground running and and being at the sharp end i know that this team is uh well established and they're going to give me everything all the resources in order to perform so um look i want to be up the front and um Yeah, competing uh, at the pointy end.
1: Mate, uh, really excited for you, like genuinely excited for you because you're going to one hell of a championship. Happy Christmas, safe travels home, and I'll catch you in the tracks in the summer. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Chip Ganassi driver for 2023, Marcus Armstrong coming out of high-tech uh, F2 and into one of the most competitive series. I know, Sammy, you love you love your motorsport. I know you love your f We both like our F1. Uh, but it's going to be a real test room too, you know, because it is so, so difficult to, to win. But, you know, you think about the leg up. He's going to one of the best teams. There's Penske and there's Ganassi. And when you talk about big teams, I mean, he's going to one of the, the best teams in IndyCar straight off the bat. So if that's not a leg up on a half, who knows? We'll talk with Sammy a little bit more about that after the news. It's 2.31.